Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Strongcast. I'm Mark Boyd. I'm here with Ben Loy. We're here to talk about arm wrestling and our special guests. We've had on Ryan many times before. He's going to be helping us out with hearing um, Lachlan's story. Lachlan mm. Adair, welcome. Thanks for having me. Traveling 15 hours, 14 hours from Australia down under. You're going to be facing Iraqli this weekend mm -hmm. at King of the Table 5. But before we go into that, Let's hear about Lachlan. Lachlan Adair, a nice Scottish word that I get to say. Um, yeah, tell us, who is Lachlan? Oh, man, who is Lachlan? Um, well, I've been arm wrestling now for six years. I uh, started out in powerlifting and from a young age. I've been lifting weights since I was 15, which is the earliest they could uh, let me into the gym. So, yeah, I've been going at it now for 18 years, just lifting heavy things. <laughs> How old are you now? 33. 33. So yeah. when, did, when did arm wrestling take over powerlifting? Uh, probably four years ago. I think I, I took a couple of hard losses and then decided, no, I've got to take this seriously. And I was, I was lifting and looking at guys like Belkin um, and thinking, okay, I'm around that weight. I don't think I'm going to make it to the top of powerlifting. Mm -hmm. So I ran out of excuses to stop going to arm wrestling training, getting bugged by my friend Torben and turned up, had my ass kicked, and uh, <laughs> it's been been that way now for yeah six years. So serious for four. Awesome. Let's go mm. back a bit. Your yeah. powerlifting career. Mm. Talk to us about competitions you've done. Let's give us some numbers. Put some numbers on mm. the table for us. Um, I didn't. I didn't really get to compete that often. I probably only have competed, I think, twice. But been training a long time. But my life before um, my current one was not indicative of competition and being able to be in the gym very consistently and and stuff like that so yeah missed out on a lot of competition but numbers i've done a 310 kilo squat a 350 kilo sumo deadlift and 
uh, up until recently was a 190 sumo, kilo bench. Sumo deadlift. I, I like how you I, put in sumo there just to make sure. You know, yeah, we're, I don't we're, sumo. We're not, we're not we going to mess with. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. Oh yeah, he was down. He was he was downplaying the sumo. Oh. Yeah, I want. Yeah. I would because it we've deserves to be downplayed. Yeah, we've we've had that conversation before, sumo yeah. versus conventional on this podcast. So I'm, I'm glad you put sumo in front of that. As how, a, yeah. as how do you rate a sumo deadlift? Man, don't ask, don't ask me any <laughs> questions. How much about do you sumo deadlift? As, right? an, uh, as an outsider, jeez, uh, it, it looks weird. That's all I'll say. I, I think conventional looks way better. Yeah, stick with that. I think it's harder. I think conventional is harder, yeah. and I think there's more kind of athletic application to it outside. Like I wouldn't give it to athletes because uh, it's like, what are you trying to do? Become an athlete or a, or a deadlifter? But if you already know how to deadlift, I think conventional's got more of an athletic mm. uh, carryover. Carryover. Yeah. 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 Mm. Cool. One thing I'll say about this guy: the first impression I ever got of him was at the very first Australian Nationals he competed in. Um, I remember thinking, "This dude's really strong. He's gonna break his his shit up real bad." <laughs> There was, there was a dude, a Latvian champion, uh, Gunter Bykovs, who was the, the, the favourite, never been beaten in Australia, left arm. And uh, Lachlan's very first go at him, uh, he puts him into a hook and, and beats him. And, and I, I was filming, I was looking the other way because I'm like, the no, break's going to happen. You weren't filming. Here's the thing. He's like, I'm not going to film it. Lockie's going to get pumped. And then I beat him and you went, holy fuck. <laughs> filmed the next one, which was a little bit more of a drawn out match. But So he's an animal. He's been an animal right from the beginning. Commitment to to the drive and the, the the achieving of the goal has been impressive. Awesome. So pretty much a raw strength background. Mm. Was there any sports that you played before? Any sort of athleticism, oh, yeah. skill sport, I've, I've anything like that? Soccer at a relatively high level. I've played uh, rugby union, rugby league, cricket. All right. Uh, lots lots, lots, of, lots did, of sports. Did athletics. I was running 100 metres at about 11.01 about age 15 so mm. okay an athletic background then and that sort of took uh, you into where you are today and arm yeah muscle. well i actually tore my quad sprinting i had a minor tear and rehab was powerlifting my football coach was a powerlifter so he ran me through that and yeah <laughs> and then you got hooked yeah literally definitely yeah <laughs> literally so so once once your powerlifting kind of career was put you know set aside for arm wrestling mm-hmm. i would say what what kind of things did you you know, what did you compete in in arm wrestling in your, in the last four years? Like what, oh, what did you do I, I, within Australia outside of it? I threw myself in the deep end early. Like I was six months into arm wrestling and I went to WAF Worlds in um, Hungary and just got my ass handed to me and just, just kept on collecting losses and I didn't care who, where or when and how, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as long as I was doing it, learning, pushing forward. And yeah, so I won... Okay, my very first nationals, I think I was six months into the sport and I did a 12 kilo weight cut um, in two days. And I got second and third. So second, I think, right-handed, then third left-handed. And then after that was that Gunters Bakov, that was a year end. So I kind of, in a way, like left-handed dominated the country within two years. Right-handed took a little while longer. It would have happened sooner if COVID didn't. Yeah, was it a thing uh, but yeah. I remember flying over to that match day. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan flew over the day before yeah. and somehow got into the state I flew uh, and they turned me around yeah. and I flew all that way and they turned me around I had to go home and he did and the then match. I stole the match and, 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 I, st- and I, te- I technically took your number one rank yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I felt so bad <laughs> some, something you mentioned and I, and I want to have a discussion with you mm, both mm. 12 kilos in two days we talk about this with obviously we have fighters time. on yeah. boxers on powerlifters also you yeah. did a weight cut as well 
Mm. How did you do that 12 kilo weight cut in two days? Right, uh, I starved both water and food. Mm -hmm. uh, I spent the first, the bath session. I did hot bath. I find saunas way too brutal. Like mm -hmm. I, just, I just get trashed from, from doing them. Um, so I did the hot bath and I did the, the magnesium, like the, the Epsom salt bath. And that, yeah. that took a couple of kilos off within like an hour. And then I just kept on doing the hot bath, starving hot bath, and it was just spitting and just getting every bit of fluid out of me that I could. So, yeah. yeah. It's miserable, isn't it? Oh, sure. yeah. But I arrived heavy by like a kilo and a half, and it was Tom O'Glashie's, you might have seen him, the big ref with the big yeah, beard. Yeah. Um, and he was like pinching my skin, saying, yeah, you've got a bit more. <laughs> you've got a bit more. <laughs> going. So I'm in that hotel uh, bath just. So what was the routine? Was it a couple of minutes in, a couple of minutes out? Um, it, it got down to how well I could tolerate it mentally. And mm. I just pushed it. And so then yeah, yeah. in the hotel, that was let some cold water out and just I didn't get out of the bath for probably an hour and a half. I just sat there. Yeah, I, I can't do that approach. Hey, but that, I, I think that would kill me. What What was your approach? My, Ryan, my, my, the last, uh, my, yeah, the same things in terms of the food uh, and water deprivation. I, I, I'd hyper, hyper hydrated and salt loaded up to about seventy two hours out, and then cut all salt, all mm. water. And for me, it was uh, I would stay in the sauna till my heart rate got to one sixty, then I'd jump in the plunge pool till my heart rate went down to to fifty. Then I just back and forth. Basically, back did and forth, hot back cold. And forth, back and forth. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't. I've tried the bath. Yeah. My anxiety goes too high. I can't do it. I can't I'm like that it. in the sauna. You put yeah. me in a sauna to cut weight, and I'm in there five minutes, and I'm like, hit me. Have you ever cut weight? No, I've never done it in an extreme manner. Yeah. Mm. I think the uh, most I've done is 10, 10 kilos. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I felt like I could see death. <laughs> I'm not joking. Look, I'm not joking. Like I, I, I felt like I felt like death just over there. If I had to do, if I had to walk off into the sun right now, I'd, get, I'd last half an hour. I'd, I'd be done. So yeah. I don't like it. I've I've done it before where I've dropped 15 kilos for a jujitsu. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. And I done a depletion, a carb depletion over time. And mm. what I found is that my energy system switched from carbohydrates to utilizing fats. Mm. And it actually worked against me mm. when I loaded up on carbs because my system was yeah. so used to utilizing fats as energy storage mm. and my power was just zapped. Mm. So I think, I mean, don't don't quote me on use, utilizing this, but All right, actually Mark. dropping the water system or using, mm. using the sort of water loss mm. um, as a weight cut is probably more beneficial than doing an exaggerated carb Depletion. If it's for a way and you want to get it off quick and get it back on quick, I think yeah. that's the yeah, yeah. that's the common consensus. Mm. Like it, de it depends. Like, I, I've done seven kilo cuts and I dieted down, yeah. and I had a mixture of carbs, uh, and I just kind of I, I manipulated my fat, but yeah. I kept carbs. I'm, like I cut weight doing 400 yeah. grams of carbs a day, and and I got protein down to probably the bare minimum just to keep me strong and keep yeah, me yeah. full, which was like. 180 grams a day yeah. and that was okay but like you I, I went through periods of going low carb and I get my bloods done my LDL is through the roof mm. my HDL is also really high which is okay but my triglycerides are then on the floor yeah. now, if my triglycerides were up we're in trouble but because they were down it's like I'm there's a there's a higher presence of LDL in my blood because I'm using that as an energy source yeah. so that was that was okay because all of my other markers were, were good um but yeah, then this kind of bulking up again and just eating carbs and carbs and carbs. Mm. 
has to be done over a period of time because yeah you're right i think it works against you you get using your homeostasis right you get used to a certain body weight you get used to a certain uh way of burning energy so speaking of body weight what's uh what's the body weight now 121 (laughs) (laughs) ryan uh, ryan and i were commenting on his beautiful waddle Uh, yeah Yeah. proper strong man (laughs) two taylor versions yeah (laughs) ryan ryan's not looking exactly small himself either yeah Uh, 104 you were looking about emaciated when you were going up against ray Mm, oh yeah yeah i I, I take nothing away from that from ray he kicked my ass but man i i feel like I am done with cutting weight ever again. I just yeah. like the way I feel now. Yeah, On good. the big weight cuts, that big weight cut that I did, I was 26 and it was the first time I come out in greys in my hair. And then after that I went, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah. doing any more than five yeah. kilos ever again. Yeah. And I'm shaving it off. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it was already falling out. I, th- I think if your hair's already fallen out, and, and you try and hold on to oh, it. Yeah. It just looks sad. Just shave it. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it like seems it. like a personal attack at uh, a certain arm wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> he's a donkey. Don't worry about <laughs> Fair one. <laughs> so yeah, you did the tournament in Hungary. Mm. Mm. What happened thereafter? Jeez, Hungary, and then we had the WAL qualifier. But I had no intention of actually going. But I did qualify for it um and then it oh then it went bust it was when wl went bust what was that 2017 2017 yeah yeah yeah. so that put a dent in it and then i kind of just I, I stayed around australia i got a coach i, I utilized uh Giannis amelins for a while um learn everything that i think he could teach me uh, yeah. in an online sense so you, you pulled aello in arizona oh i did pull aello yeah you were there we were staying mm. with john that was awesome just there's been so many trips. Yeah, we've uh, certainly travelled a lot. That was a, that was a big benchmark moment for you, like, just like just to get the update. We we, we had a lot of, uh, I guess, we were optimistic about Australian arm wrestling. Mm. You were our heavyweight guy, and we were, we were really keen to see. And I was meant to pull Paul Lynn there though. That's and right. He pulled out because of an elbow, and he got a yellow. And then I got a yellow instead. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was like two seventy five at the time, like. It was 130 kilos. 125, and, and, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. just jacked. And <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, I'll pull him. <laughs> That's kind of been the attitude going forward ever since. Is like whoever they throw at me, I'm like. So a lot of competitions, right. a lot of competitions outside of Australia. Yeah. What What's yeah. the scene like in Australia? Since we have you know two of the top guys here, like, tell tell us a little yeah. bit more about how arm wrestling is. It's it, it's certainly growing, um, but we have really extended a gap between. Uh, we have Ryan and I, and then the gap below that is, I feel pretty significant to the point where they don't even want a match with us. Right. Um, I've asked, and they're like, "No, no way." <laughs> okay. And, and even even yeah. myself, I, 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 the guys rank three, four, five. They, they're genuinely close enough that it's a match, but they constantly say to me, "I need six months because they want to be in their absolute best or something where the guys kind of rank seven through ten they're keen because they just want to have a crack mm. um, but it's very difficult to get a match in australia and that's the correct attitude like i've taken matches with people who I've, i have no right taking matches with mm. and it's like yeah i'll give it a go because you take those losses and they're steep right and it's a really steep learning curve and then you apply it and you don't get beaten down by it and then you get way better like you can probably track my progress of like winning 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 take a loss bang and it's just yeah, this yeah. exponential growth every time I take a loss because I find it easy. Like it's difficult for me inside of Australia to find someone who puts my weaknesses on blast. 
So then when I go to East First West and Sandris takes my pronator, I go, okay, mm. that's an easy fix because <laughs> yeah. I can just get that stronger. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, the arm wrestling scene in Australia, it's growing. It's growing, but I think uh, it's getting to a point where we might be a discouraging factor for people trying to get to the top. Mm. Yeah, there's a, I think there's a, a point mm. you become, it's like Jamal Brown in powerlifting. He yeah, just did yeah, a 455 yeah. kilo deadlift, 109 kilos. And I've gone, you've gone from inspirational to- Can't, uh, can't touch you. Demotivated. Yeah. yeah. And it was- like, I'm not gonna bother. We, there was, <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, I, I, t- I touched base with a couple of guys back home after our East vs West performance. And it, let's be honest, we, we both got our asses handed to mm. us. Mm. Um, there was a, that had a big demotivating wave effect in Australia from what I heard. A lot of, a lot of just the, the mood was not so great and everyone's thinking, oh, our, our top two guys just got belted. And um, I know somewhat that we've redeemed that a little bit with uh, my arm was well, resulted well. <laughs> um, but it's interesting how much we have an effect on, on, the, yeah. on the whole country. Um, I feel like there's, there's only a handful of guys, like maybe you can count them on one hand that have genuine uh, courage to say they have an international goal. Most of the rest of the country are. They're the lighter weight guys, though. Yeah. But for the supers, yeah. There's, there's, how there's how do you think we change it? Mm. Well, we, we got we got to get some wins internationally. <laughs> get some wins, yeah. <laughs> That'll yeah. help. And, that, and that, that's they're, gonna happen. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Uh, uh, it's just it's an unusual. We have a very. It seems a quite a unique mindset. Uh, you know, compared to our peers, in that we take a loss and we're excited about it. About mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get. Yeah, you guys have matched up, haven't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, needed, yeah. <laughs> it needed to happen and now it doesn't need to happen again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of people have asked me, are you, are you pulling Loki again? Are you chasing Loki? And I said, no, no, it's, 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 not, it's not happening. I think like, the, the way I kind of, uh, the analogy I use is like V6 with turbochargers and then we're starting with a V8 block. It's kind of like <laughs> yeah. different. And then, and then what's Levan? He's a V12, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. It's a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that match was one of those matches that uh, right in the middle of COVID when we had nothing yeah. available to us internationally. And right. we, we were like, we need something. We need to do something. Mm. And, our, and we had a local promoter uh, offer us 500 bucks to, to pull each or whatever and then said, Look, we'll put some money on the line as well, and we've got something to talk about in Australia. Then, and, and it and it worked in that that respect. We we pulled off a pretty good event, mm. um, and it, it it handed back formally the the rank that I stole from him <laughs> yeah. when I went to inadvertently steal. He didn't like yeah. take it from underneath me. That was you know rudely done. It was just the government took it off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Circumstance. Mm. So we talked about some international wins in the future. Let's talk about your upcoming match a little bit. Iraqli. Yeah. Pretty boy, you said. Pretty boy. <laughs> Pretty, boy yeah. Pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. He's a fitness model as well, isn't he? He's got the blue steel look on his face all yeah. the time. Baby, oh, yeah. baby blue steel. Yeah. Baby blue. Yeah, baby yeah, blue yeah, steel. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of him? Oh, he's a very accomplished arm wrestler. What do you say about Iraqli's accomplishments? It's, yeah. He's very, very legit. Um, He's hungry too. He's hungry, yeah. He's really trying to rise. Uh, you know, is he overrated? Is he underrated? You know, we're all trying. This is why I think this match is interesting because he's on the rise. I think there's a lot of, I feel like I'm on the rise, but there's a lot of interest around us, uh, the pair of us. So mm, I think it's uh, needed to happen. There is a big weight gap at the minute though, but yeah. he don't care. That was an fine. intentional weight gap? Well... Don said he doesn't care about weight. And I went, okay. Because I didn't, like, I made the mistake of at East vs. West not capping Sandris because 
I was just under the assumption that both of us would be 112, 110, you know, around that. And then he just got, he went up to 121, you know, around that mark. And I went, Hold on. all right, next time I'm insisting on a weight cap. And then this time... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oracle didn't insist on one and I went, Ooh. All right, let's run, let's run with it. <laughs> yeah, let, let's apply the lesson that I just learned. So how many kgs have you put on? Eight. Eight kgs, yeah. that's solid. That's, that's a good amount. But I've been taking my food, I mean, carbs have gone from probably 300 grams a day to about, some days about eight, 900 so you're eating well eating and, well I don't uh, envy yeah, even, even going to the toilet well as well yeah oh, right. <laughs> how's that system that away? takes up so much of my life oh yeah and the toilets in the hotel they have a they have the, the nozzle spray what God. a godsend oh it's brilliant, <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. and I checked it I was like I don't, I'm not sure if I'm clean <laughs> well clean as a whistle you'll be fixing one in the house back home I already told my wife yeah, install it now. What's it called, yeah. What's it Makes... called again? Bidet. Yeah. Bidet. Yeah. I thought that was the base. I just call it the gun. Shut off. The shut off. I thought you were telling us to shut up. Yeah. So shut off. <laughs> shut off. Yeah. Well, that means it's shower. Shit shower. Yeah, it's butthole shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, Been a bit back on Arakli and, and, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for pulling off, us back. Off, off pleading you. ourselves. Thank you, Ryan. Um, I, I love the match because I, I, for me, when I look at the story of arm wrestling, I, I think you can always tell the future of the the ranks by the motivations and how genuine the motivations of a person are. And and I, I know where Lachlan's motivations are, but I see Arakli as one of the most hungry people in the scene at the moment. Mm. Um, very, very, very driven. So I think he's going to go a long way north still in the ranks over the years. Yeah. Um, so I love the story of that. I love how hungry he is. And I love – I know how hungry he is a lot. I have a, a better finger on the pulse compared to a lot of people. And, I, and, and I've always been in the, the opinion that Australian arm wrestling is always just, ah, everyone just dismisses it. And there's a moment coming somewhere for this guy where it'll be a, oh, and you never know, this weekend could be the one. Like, training going into it, the wife was even like, you're going to the gym again? Because like I'm fully set up at home. And I, I just said to her, uh, yeah, Arakli's training now. And if I can clock up 30 minutes more than him per day, by the time we get to the match, I'm hours in front. Uh, that was, mentality was two, three, four hours a day some days. and. Right breaking it up and then that's not accounting the stuff I do in the car or while I'm at work and I'm idle and I'm always doing something with my hand or just constant. So uh, what, what has your training been specifically? Mm. Table time? 
Table weeks. time has been kept at once a week. Yeah. Um, the weights have been varying. Like I, I start heavy earlier on in the day and then I try and rehab uh, for the rest of the day. So a lot, lot of side pressure, shit ton of tricep work. Like me going into it with Arakli, like his hand is so good. And I'm not even going to try and contend and try and top roll him. That seems like a very silly idea to try and out top roll a, a hand like that. So what does that leave me with? The frame that I've been building for 18 years. So it's just a matter of balls up and throw my shoulder in. <laughs> for, uh, for some of our listeners that are not super familiar with arm wrestling, can you explain the concept of frame? So frame would be... So for example, you can see, I'll tell you what it's not. Arakli <laughs> uh, is very much shoulder back and he's relying on bicep strength and hand strength to be able to disengage someone's power where I'm similar, like Jerry Cataret is the perfect example of backing your frame and just throwing your shoulder and getting everything behind it. You committed completely sideways. You're putting your elbow, your tricep, your chest and your shoulder all on the line and you are facing your entire body at that pin. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Like I said about it, it's like it's a, it's a bone sport in in that yeah. respect. Like it's what there, there will always be one person on the table who backs off because of fear of an injury. Mm. There's always one. Someone will always say, "Okay, center's yours. I'm going to try to pronate and run." Mm. Um, it's a very fascinating thing to negotiate that when it, when it's when it's unknown who's got it. It's a fascinating thing, but someone inevitably is brave. And comes forward, and that the person who controls the center ground uh, controls a big part of the spectrum of opportunity. So, um, but it's a ballsy move. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a pain tolerance. Like putting your frame behind it, and you start getting that taken off you. Very counterintuitive. You think I'm going to back off and get on my bicep? That's the wrong thing to do. You've got to dig in Deep further yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and get more behind your arm and put more of it on the line. And that's often how you you get out of it. Yeah. No. Fair enough. How do you see the weekend going down then? I mean, everyone likes the big confident answer, right? Yeah, I'm going to do him, but I just can't wait. I'm really looking forward to test it, see where we are. Like, it's fun. I'm really yeah. looking forward to just putting everything to the to the test. Throwing your frame in there, seeing what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look, any opportunity you get to shock the world is a good one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like Khaled beating Bone. <laughs> <laughs> is that yeah. the shock or is it the other well, way? Well, so, while we're on that, like, how do you how do you feel about that match? Like, the the, the craziness of having, well, the the audacity, I guess, to 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 have Schoolboy and then say, oh, I'll, I'll do Ryan after as well, and that's gonna. I'm not training for it. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, the definition of arrogance and I don't think it's going to go well for him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, so. uh, if, if, if I can I will dad move him that's the plan yeah, if this, you can this, you, were, you sounded so confident yesterday. I, I, I'm practicing being humble I'm practicing it I'm practicing <laughs> it yeah. look I intend yeah. to dad move him so mm. yeah. I think this may see you know if it goes the way that we all think it's going to go this might be an exit for uh Khaled ongoing <laughs> or hopefully a uh a, a whip that says okay I must I yeah must, you gotta actually I try probably to, should I yeah, must focus into it. Yeah, yeah and I, I think he has the tools he has the tools and that is something that is the you know I've been part, part of my job is as I go through YouTube and I troll comments and I read through Mm. everything that happens so uh, if you ignore all the ones that says delusional Ryan Bowen and you get to the ones about Khaled and people are actually saying you know this like Ryan beating him 
is probably going to be the best thing that's ever happened to him for arm wrestling. Mm. We because, have someone similar, in, in because that's gonna that's gonna put humbled. some fire under him. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And some people we have someone similar in Marcus. Devin Larratt came to Australia and said, "Marcus, you have the potential to become number one," and that was enough for him. And then I went, "No, you're not. <laughs> and no, you won't. I'm here. Like, and you can't do anything until you beat the guy that's literally ten kilometer radius from my house. Yeah. Mm. You can't quit." And I started putting on him really bad, and now he's doing awesome. Yeah. He's been really consistent, and but it's one of those things like you, they have the gift, and then that's enough for them, and they don't apply it. It's like talent runs out and they're not willing to do the work. Mm. Um, and we see that really often. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And you're right, a loss to me could be the perfect thing for him. Yeah. yeah. Put the fire underneath him, yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's see. I hope let's so. See. We get freaks like that in the sport. We're changing the dynamic where, you know, I'm going to get shoved back down into my weight class. <laughs> there's, no, there's no more, you know, am I going to have really solidly defined weight classes where you can't mix. Right? I think what, what we've also kind of, thought about in in a lot of you know we talked about weight classes in mma and boxing as well is that you have to have enough competitors that are high enough level mm. to fill those classes out because if yeah. not then you have two people in that weight class that are contending you exactly. know that doesn't make sense either mm. so i think once there's a healthy amount of athletes that see the potential in being in this sport that's when you can say you know what i'm going to commit to a certain weight class because yeah. if not you know, yeah. you just don't have anyone to pull against. And, and it's the money and the, the growth of the sport that's the catalyst to that. And, that, and we're seeing all of that happen. So it's a, it's a good time. I think those, the, the, the giants, the, the freaks there, they're starting to pay attention more and more. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the depth is solid too. So it's good. It's like the start of Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Still the start of Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, bringing it back to your story, Lachlan, is there anything that you've went through throughout your athletic career? Any troughs or triumphs um, that kind of sticks in your head um, mm. as a sort of, you know, this is the, the sort of make or break or was it the crossover from powerlifting to arm wrestling? Anything that sticks in your mind? Yeah, the crossover from powerlifting was the loss to Mike Aiello. And I'm going, I need more direction in how to train for arm wrestling. We, we all think we're doing a good job until we find out we're not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the triumphant, well, I had my ass handed to me by Mate Warangi about what is that, four years ago, five years ago? Yeah, yeah. Beat me 6-0, and oh, just slammed me. Yeah. And then I beat him recently 2-0. and, oh, and it For $10,000. $10, for $10,000, yeah, yeah, which was yeah, That was nice. nice. Yeah, it was nice, yeah. Cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that, was, that was a real highlight, just to get that, that revenge of being so far behind. To, How did you do it? Is there anything that's in your mind, whether that's consistency or just... I mean, nothing beats can, like high intensity over a very consistent amount of time and being humble enough to realize I'm, I'm weak here mm -hmm. yeah. and being excited about that weakness because that's, that's an easy fix. I've always found getting strong easy. Mm. It's just identifying where. So I, mm -hmm. I get excited when someone puts something on blast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's almost like getting into the religion of, the, of lifting, isn't it? Where yeah. you, you just, it just is your life. It is, it is what makes you satisfied. And, yeah. and I, I've always seen that in him that, that you've just been, there's, there's no question on is Lachlan working out today? Is Lachlan being diligent? Yeah. That's, that, if anything that I've learned from him, it's like, holy shit, look at how diligent this dude is in his, in his, in his drills. Mm. So that's um, what I've seen in this. But I think a big thing, like with arm wrestling technique, uh, I say this a lot to my students. We don't shadow drill in this sport. 
and it's weird because in every other M, like every other combat sport, you're drilling, 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 drilling. Even without weights, light weights with bands work well as well. But in arm wrestling, it's like we have one shot to get it right. Why are we not doing that? It's like in MMA, I can punch you, and if I mess it up, I'm probably going to get another chance to punch you again unless I get countered straight away. But generally speaking, you'll get another shot to do it correct. Arm wrestling, not really. You know, it's it's quick. And if you make a mess, like make a mess of it, boom, you just get taken straight away. And then mm, the uphill battle. So I right. drill a lot and I drill that into the guys that I coach that we need to be doing that a lot. Yeah. So it's that mentality of consistency, but also, you know, knowing what you have to do and realizing that you have a very small window to do what is mm. it, what, what mm. it is correctly. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of being prepared for for the competition when it does. Exactly. Come. And there's like, you, you know, identified natural talent. And then you go, okay, that's just a springboard into the hard work. Yeah. Um, talent runs out pretty quick when you start trying to get elite. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a solid words. So. That's a jab. That was a quick jab that he threw in at the end. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a quick jab. Yeah. <laughs> What's the vision for Lachlan in the future? Oh, I mean, it, it's just kind of changed now. I'm at 120 kilos. Oh, I feel good. <laughs> so where do I go from here? I think um, my aspirations are probably in super match pulling. I do well in tournaments, but super match pulling makes a lot of sense. So I'm always going to be matched with someone that is roughly my kind of weight range. Yep. So being kind of, I guess, number one or considered at least top five in, in that kind of weight category, that's definitely where I want to be at. Um, traveling for this sport is awesome, so I can continue doing that. Anyone you're eyeing up? Oh, like soon? <laughs> like after Rockley? After Rockley, I mean, if Rockley <laughs> does, does it well, matter, it's it, like... Yeah, it doesn't matter on the match, yeah. or do you always, you know... I'll take anyone. Like, I, I poke people, like Donkey over in Canada. I like to poke him a little bit, because I think that's a, <laughs> that'll be fun, right? Because on the table, I'm, I'm not shy. I tend to... Tend to get a little bit fiery, and I He's think he's not English. English. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think no, he and that'll I would be a really, really fun match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that'll be a good one to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'd be fun. I'd, I, you know, one day I'd like Sandris again, but it's got to make sense from a marketing standpoint, right? Yeah. So <laughs> right now I don't think it does. Um, we'll do that down the line. But um, for now, yeah, I think just anyone in that weight range. We do Matt Mask. That'd be fun. And I think that makes sense for a yeah, promoter. Yeah. So I think that's probably the most likely thing to happen. Um, but outside of that, I don't really care, man. I pull anyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Good stuff. Good mm. stuff. Mm. So we always ask our guests this question. Mm. I think you've asked it twice before. <laughs> I know what you What does the word <laughs> strong mean to Lachlan? Don't say Scotland or something like that. <laughs> Um, uh, um, I mean, can I answer it with, with another adjective? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just unfragile. Does that make sense? No, what, you want more? what capacity? Mm, I mean, an arm wrestling capacity is just, I like to, I arm wrestle with my frame. So strong is just strong in here, nice and tight and can't pull me open. So I like to stonewall people a lot. That's kind of my favorite. I hit to a good spot and then just hold it's never been answered with another word <laughs> unfragile and, yeah. and i like it i like i like the, the the aspect of being unfragile i feel it's very primal yeah masculine yeah I'm trying to Athletic. think of like uh other synonyms of uh of unfragile mm. i'm probably the only arm wrestler that can throw <laughs> i can still throw without <laughs> blowing my elbow out <laughs> that's one thing that was only recently like, mm. it used to kill me so 
Um, trying to just yeah, you know, many of them. inject a little bit more athleticism back into the name of arm wrestling. And yeah. even though I can't touch the back of my head, but you know. <laughs> yeah. what's the purpose in that? You yeah. know? It's, it's not like, like you're combing your hair. Yeah, is it? yeah no, I just find a door frame and <laughs> it's itchy. It's a fine. Door, yeah. yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I think there's uh, one more question though, Ryan. Mm. You remember the last little question that we usually ask people? Yeah, if you could. Go on, if ask could, If you could change, if you could, if you could change anything, if you could the change world. the world, oh. <laughs> what would Lachlan do to change the world? Ooh, <laughs> you're well paced. No, um, <laughs> oh, just get rid of COVID, man. Just make flights cheap so Hasn't we can it gone fly around. Anyway? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's gone still here. It's yeah, gone Australia. Here. Well, the effects of it all, you know, and all the having, nonsense of having to fool around with COVID stuff. At, can be the difference between you getting inside of a you country. Know, your, your answer's lame compared to mine. You know, no, mine what was, did you do? I said I'd make John Brzezink eternal. He never dies. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of immediate thing. It's like we could have wished, we could have wished for anything. <laughs> yeah, just John's for, there in 3032, yeah, still pulling, still going. Yeah, in that yeah. regard, hope for Levan's kidneys and his heart that they <laughs> always continue. Here we go. Oh, God. All right, with that, I think, I think we've had enough about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning into the podcast. Uh, I'm Ben, Mark Boyd. We're joined with Ryan and Lachlan here. If you want to see any more, please uh, go to our channels, go check out Ryan. I'm sure if you know us, you know Ryan already. Uh, but if not, go check out his channel. Super nice content on there. Um, yeah, Mark, anything to close off? Good luck for the weekend, guys mm. at King oh, of the I Table go Five. That too. Oh, yeah, hold oh, on a minute. Let's, let's do that before. Hold on a minute. <laughs> I did terribly on this. Before we leave, do you want to go first? Um, no, gonna, no, no, no. We're no, going to no. hand it round. Oh no! Hey, <laughs> yeah, right. We'll do it quickly. I'll see if I go on then. I'm not even going to look. Oh dear. Uh, any better than yesterday? Uh, Seventy-two. It's not bad. Oh, it's ugly. Seventy-two for Ryan. <laughs> My left does better. Oh, oh boy. What'd you get? Eighty-one. Eighty-one. How do we, how do we reset it? Go on, Ben. You, I'll leave. Leave Lachlan the last. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's not bad today. Seventy. Oh, you beat me. That's not bad. That's Almost. not bad today. Oh, gee. <laughs> All right. I thought I was definitely in the forties, but you'd yeah. be better left or right, you reckon? Oh, I'm gonna go right. Ooh. Eighty-eight and a half. Yeah. Try it with my left. Go left. I want to go left. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. So 88 and a half on Lachlan's right. No. And we're looking at 82 and a half. I think right. Oh, you want to go left. He left. just. He so just, 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 just for, um, yeah. let's see. For reference. Yeah. Lalette got 150 kilos. Ooh, Sorry, audio people. I wonder what Levan has got on this. No. Oh, that's good. So my, why does my left yeah. beat my right? Yeah. Look at that. Movement, yeah. want to stand my, up? My left is so much weaker at arm wrestling than my right by a, like, a massive margin. That's better. 
There we go. 96.95. Yeah. That's yeah. better. Aye. A lot better. A lot better. All right. Well, that rounds it off. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, good luck for this weekend. Cool. Pigeon. Thank Thanks you. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.